Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tenderay Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for cut, B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. It's a fact, ladies, and here's the reason Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Yes, that's before the meat is weighed and priced, so you can see that means more meat for your money. You get top U.S. government grades of beef, meat that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat you get a better value in top-grade beef. For example, when you buy a Kroger-cut porterhouse steak, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes the long, stringy end and excess waste before the steak is weighed and priced. You don't pay steak price for stringy meat and excess waste. So remember, whether you buy a steak or a roast, you receive more meat, less waste. But see for yourself. Visit your neighborhood Kroger store. Make it a rule to buy Kroger-cut beef and get more meat for your money. And now, hearts in harmony. Penny Gibbs is a strong-willed person, but young Dr. Joel Evans is stronger still. To all appearances, Penny is falling in love with him in spite of her determination not to. And it's Joel's insistence that is breaking her down. But love is forced into the background for Penny today for she's busy at home with plans for the opening of the community center. And in another part of town, in the home of young Windy Day, young Hazel Peters is struggling with her part of the opening day ceremonies. Hazel says... Windy, when I make my speech, do I address Penny or the mayor first? Gosh, Hazel, I don't know. I've never made a speech. Well, you're going to make one, so you better find out for yourself as well as for me. Oh, you're not getting me to make any speech. Uh, you'll do it for Penny, won't you? No. You'll do it for Penny, won't you, Wendy? I wouldn't make a speech for the... Wendy! Well, all right, but Uh, a short one. Oh, that's better. Have you decided what it'll be? No, I'm... I'm just going to get up and talk, I guess. Oh, no, you're not. You're going to write something and submit it to the committee. Well, I don't have time to write anything. I'm busy. Oh, with what? This. Look. Oh, jeepers, Wendy, not another invention. Isn't it a beaut? Yes, it's a beaut, all right, but what else is it? Oh, I don't know. It it, it just fell together like this. I I don't know what kind of an invention it is yet. It fell together? Looks more as if it fell apart. (laughs) It it is a kind of a funny-looking thing, isn't it? But look at the way the wheels turn in all different directions. I bet it'll do something that's never been done before. It better not do what your last invention did, or I'm going to get out of here while I'm still alive. Oh, it didn't hurt anything when it blew up, Hazel. Mm, That's because you threw it out the window just in time. The people next door said they thought the whole town had exploded. You know something, Hazel? What? Maybe I had something there even better than the atom bomb. I think I'll try it again. Oh, no, you won't, Windy Day. Oh, Hazel, don't be like that. There never would have been any great discoveries if inventors' wives didn't let them try things. I want you to live so I can be your wife. Oh, hey. Now, look, you invent that big noise again, and and I'll make you take my cousin Hester to the prom. Okay. Okay, you win. Hmm. Don't let me catch you working on it when I'm not around. Yes, dear. Now you sound like my Uncle Henry. 
<laughs> Poor Uncle Henry. Well, look, we've wasted enough time with your silly old inventions. Let's Call get... my inventions silly if you want to. But someday I'm going to invent something that'll buy you a Cadillac and a mink coat. Wendy, will you really? Two Cadillacs and two mink coats. Oh, Wendy, if you'll do that, I'll let you invent to your heart's content. Well, I'll get right to work on that explosive. No, not that. Anything but that. I, I was only kidding. Oh. Well, um... I'm going to take this thing apart and see what makes the wheels do such funny things. No, you're not. You're going to help me with my speech for the opening of the community center. Oh, Hazel, can't you get somebody else to help you? You're going to help me with my speech, and I'm going to help you with yours. Now put that silly-looking gadget away and listen. Okay. And they say this is a man's world. I'm listening. Well, this is what I've written for my speech so far. Yeah. Mr. Mayor, Miss Gibbs, members of the committee... Citizens and young people of Rossville. Mm. On this auspicious occasion... Wendy, how do you spell auspicious? I don't know. But well, it doesn't matter how you spell it, does it? You're just going to say it. Well, yes, but I have to hand my speech into the committee. Well, I'll look that up later. Yeah. Mr. Mayor, Miss Gibbs, members... Wendy, will you put that silly-looking contraption away? But Hazel, I've heard all this before. Well, put your invention away, and I'll read you what you haven't heard. I was afraid of that. Okay, read on. On this auspicious occasion, it is my great... Wendy, how do you spell occasion? With one C and two S's or two C's and one S. What is this, a reading or a spelling match? I don't know. Oh, you just don't care. I'm going to get somebody else to help me with my speech. I think that's a good idea. I wonder what my speech should be about. Uh, about Penny or, or Barry or just about the sentence. I don't know. I wonder if Penny could help me. Hey, that's a good idea. Let's go over and see Penny. All right. All right, come on, let's go. I got my cycle warmed up and ready. Wendy. Well, come on, don't stand there. You want Penny to help you with your speech? Let's get her to help. It's rather obvious you want to go to Penny's house. Well, don't you? I'm just anxious for you to get help with your speech. Mm, well, yes, of course I want to go, but I'm not falling over my own feet to get there. Uh, now, let me tell you something, Wendy Day. You can be a philanderer and, and break my heart if you want to, but you're not going to break up Penny's newfound happiness. What? I just won't allow it. Hello, Penny. Oh, hello, Hazel. Hello, Wendy. Come on in. Hi, Penny. Wendy, Day, what's the matter with you? You look as if you lost your last friend. Oh, uh, I just got a little woman trouble, that's all. <laughs> oh, Hazel, have you and Wendy had a fight? Oh, no, Penny, just a little understanding. Yeah, which I understand, a oh, little. Oh, Wendy, cheer up, it isn't that bad. Oh, he'll get over it. Uh, who's out there, Penny? Is a messenger from my office? Oh, no, Jed, it's just Hazel and Wendy. Oh, well, where's that messenger? I'll phone the office again and see if he's on his way. Well, he'd better be. Penny, could I go in and talk to Mr. Billings for a few minutes? Well, yes, Hazel, of course. Go right in. Thanks. Wendy, you keep Penny company while I talk to Mr. Billings. Huh? I can? Well, it's the polite thing to do, isn't it? Oh, sure. I'll, um, I'll wait in the living room while you make a call, Penny. Is that all right? Yes, Wendy, go right in and sit down. I'll be with you in a minute. Hello, Mr. Billings. You remember me, don't you? Why, yes, Hazel. Come in, come in, child. Oh, but uh, forgive the looks of my room. I'm working on some new house plans. Oh, it must be just super to build houses. It's just like anything else when you know how, Hazel. Uh, sit down. I didn't know that you were working. I don't want to interrupt anything. You're not interrupting anything. I, I can't work again till that slow messenger of mine gets here from the office. 
Uh, to what do I owe this visit? Well, I'm writing a speech to give the opening of the community center. Mm -hmm. And I'd like your advice. Well, I'm not much of a speech maker, child. But I'm a speech listener. And the best advice I can give you is to make it short. Very short, Mr. Billings? Well, I might put it this way. There's no question about it. Life is short. It's long speeches that make it seem to drag on forever. Oh. But uh, that's not helping you with the contents of your address, is it? Well, I'd like to know what's best to talk about. Now, I thought that maybe Penny would be the best subject. Well, I think you ought to mention Penny, but actually it's not Penny, but the center that's the most important thing. But... It wouldn't embarrass Penny if I talked about her. I mean, just a little bit, would it? No, no, I don't think so. Providing you don't couch your praises in flowery terms. Down-to-earth language in a speech is as important as brevity, I'd say. Jed, the messenger left your office ten minutes ago. He should be here in a little while. Oh, thanks, Penny. Uh, but the way that boy moves, I'll be surprised if he shows up by noon tomorrow. Oh, Jed. I'll wait for him and let him in. I think he'll be here soon. Oh. Are you going somewhere, Penny? Oh, yes, he's alive in the pudding with Mrs. Cotton. Penny? Mm -hmm. I wonder if... No, I guess you wouldn't. You wonder what, darling? I wonder if Mrs. Carlton wouldn't give me some information for my speech. Would well, she? I... I don't know why not. Well, would you ask her... It would be just stupid to talk to her about it. I'll tell you what I'll do, Hazel. I'm seeing her this afternoon for about an hour, and I'll ask her if she'll talk to you and then phone you. Oh, good. This, uh, seems to me that you'll be able to see her sometime this afternoon or this evening. Well, you tell me you want to talk to me about a speech you're making at the opening. Is that right, Hazel? Yes, Mrs. Carlton. I need some help, and I thought... I'll give you all the help I can. But by the way, what was that horrible noise on the ground just as you arrived? Oh, that was Wendy's motorcycle. I told him to make it be quiet, but he said there was just nothing he could do about it. <laughs> Good heavens. What will you young people come to next? Oh. But I suppose riding a motorcycle today is no worse than the fast horses I rode when I was a girl. What kind of speech are you making at the opening, my child? A short one, first of all. Mr. Billings says that the short ones are best. And I agree. But, well, what I want from you is, is, is something that I can say about Barry. I'd just love to have his own mother tell me what she wants said about him. You want to talk about Barry, do you? Yes, I That's do. That's thoughtful, Hazel. I know the things you could say, but I prefer that you wouldn't say them. Well, why not? Because, what can you say? He was good. He was bad. He was young, and he died. He was a person, and now he is nothing anymore. No, my child, your speech should not be about a person who has passed on, but about the persons who live. Oh, about you and about Penny. No, not about us. Talk about the boys and girls who will walk through the open door of a place built to the memory of a man who was himself once a boy. Oh, that's good, Mrs. Carlton. May I say something like that? You may say something like that. And you may say, too, that as long as one boy or girl can reap the benefit of Rossville's community center, Barry Carlton will live on. For this is something he has given after death that he would have given a hundred times over 
had he remained on Earth. May I... May I say that, that it's you who gave the money for the center? Mrs. Carter, may I please say that? Well, uh, if you will say it in terms such as this, that this is a gift from one Rossville mother to all the mothers of Rossville, given in the memory of her child toward the everlasting happiness of their children. Well, Hazel Peters has ample material for her speech. With the community center soon to open, what unforeseen complications lie ahead for Penny Gibbs? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB, KCB. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. In buying Kroger cut rib roast, for example, you don't pay rib roast price for excess bone and waste. The chine bone is trimmed, the waist and short rib end removed, giving you top U.S. government grades of beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. And before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, waist, and stringy ends. Remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. But mind you, you can get Kroger cut beef only at your neighborhood Kroger store. So go there as soon as you can. Step up to the meat counter and ask for Kroger cut beef. You'll get delicious and juicy and tender beef. And you'll get more meat, less waste. That means you get more meat for your money at your Kroger store. Listen again tomorrow. Same time same station for another thrilling transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony.